You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 88. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Packer Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 88. Ochenta Yocho. Matt, we're missing something. We sure are, Craig. Doesn't seem right. What usually happens after that? Hmm. John. John. We're missing our, our cheerleader. Yeah. No, the energy's not where the it energy, was. I know. Mm. Well, guys, you got hot dog and CC today. <laughs> Sure oh, do. Um, we're without our brother, John, and uh, I don't know, you want to tell the story? Yeah. or John is not with us today, and you know, I think on a previous podcast, John alluded to the fact that, uh, I think on a couple, you know, he and his wife, Wallace, are, were due with a baby, which just took place a matter of a handful of hours ago, and so John is getting his wish to come true today with the topic being called The Joys of John. Yes, he uh, wasn't sure if he was going to be out last week, and he was giving us some podcast ideas, and one of them was The Joys of John. I think he's been wanting this to happen, Greg, for, what are we, 88? For 87 episodes. (laughs) His dream's coming true. (laughs) Oh, man. So we thought it would be a fitting topic to to talk about our buddy John. Um, May try to ring him in if we can here later on to the episode, uh, let him share a thought or two. And so what the general idea of today's cast is going to be some subtopics about john we're going to talk about him having a baby how he's funny in life the importance of friendship cc's got a lot to share with us on that i believe um and it's life throwing you a curveball every now and again because we think that has been what has happened to john in his whole life uh, but before we get started we're gonna roll into the would you rather and again just me and cc here but this is again centered around john and it is would you rather when you, and you've had children, mm-hmm. correct? So it's going to be kind of something you can go down the road with. But would you rather know the gender or not? All right. Well, we know John's theme is not to know because he's <laughs> frequently told us, and they didn't know they were having. I guess we could tell that on the yeah, let him tell. Yeah, I think so. Should. They had a little boy, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he didn't. All know, boys for John. All boys for John. I have all girls, so <laughs> we both are, we do share some things in common. But um, yeah. So with each of our kids, I'm. Ah, the suspense would kill me and my wife. We always found out. And so that's just, yeah, we would have found out. I don't know, something about the anticipation of knowing what you're going to have. You can start to build that mindset. Yeah. Not that you need it, um, but for us, it helped with planning and clothes. And, um, of course, after the first girl, each time we had a girl, we already had everything we needed. So, yeah, uh, I'm in the find out camp. How about yourself, brother? Because you'll be there one day. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to those days. Uh, I think I would be in the not know the first time, just okay. experience, or at least one of the times, just experience. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. in my own life. I want to make sure to build a house, but probably only one time, just to see nice. what it feels like to build a house. I think it'd be the same thing. Don't want to know, but only probably one time. So you could be prepared or not. Ideally, I guess, if I knew I was going to have 
several kids, like mm-hmm. three. I think that'd be the probably top pushing number for me at this point in my life. <laughs> but come the third one, if you had a boy, you had a girl, then you just don't know on the third one because you yeah, got everything. Absolutely, <laughs> like, that's I, I probably that. me. Try to thread a needle a little bit. Oh, uh, that's good. But I would like the unknown. But I do can see the plus of like knowing. I guess you got. I wouldn't know all this, but get the baby's room ready outfits monogram some stuff I don't yeah know. if you want to do that yeah pick your name you yeah. just gotta have two names ready that's right know, and speaking know. of which john i asked him on our group text here prior to shooting the cast he doesn't know the baby's name still they, they haven't come up with the name yet that's cool yeah you can kind of sit in limbo there that's kind of wild <laughs> to be born and not actually have a name for a few hours i think he did that with elijah last time and then okay. one of his brothers i think uh brother michael who's a priest came up with elijah so no telling what they're coming up with on this one i I, can't wait i think wallace wanted the girl but that's where they landed but um we're gonna roll into the cast itself and i think a good place to start here is in life sometimes knowing something versus not knowing so again we're gonna take john's life and we're gonna take some topics from john which the first is john not knowing um whether he was going to have uh, a boy or a girl, him and Wallace, in this deal. What do you think in general about life, Craig? Like when you wake up every morning, do you want to know what's going to happen? Do you not? Um, you going on a vacation? You planning out the whole vacation? You preparing for it? Or are you just kind of letting it ride? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm probably more of the known than the unknown. I like to have a little bit of a plan. Mm-hmm. Although I think, you know, if you're looking at what drives people, I think a little bit of certainty and uncertainty is important. So it's a balance of knowing like you can count on the fact that you're going to have a job. You can count on the fact your coffee is going to be hot, that your, your, your spouse or loved one will give you a hug or uh, maybe a work um, colleague will, will say hello. So there's, we need that certainty to know, to validate, you know, our existence and to validate, you know, makes us feel good to count on things, but also uncertainty or unknown. I think it's exciting. You know, a lot of times you don't know what to expect on a vacation. You can plan for it. Um, but you don't always know what's going to unfold. And so that kind of mystery of life, you know, surprising people with things like showing up with a, you know, some cookies, like they weren't counting on that, but I think Mm -hmm. that uncertainty is kind of like puts a spark in life. So, you know, in in the theme of John, you know, known versus unknown on a child, that's a, that's a major life event. And, you know, and, and to some extent, by having it unknown all this time, there's kind of been this sort of mystery and excitement, almost like Christmas morning. So I could see how that would bring a lot of joy to your, to your life. How about your, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Um, I think I would, my initial reaction is don't want to know generally when I wake up every day again in my life, when I was younger, everything was perfectly pristinely planned out. Like I knew where I was going to be every minute of every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then as I got a little humbled, went through some adversity in life, I became more like, I kind of like not knowing because the best may, I don't know the exact line, but your best made plans go broken or something like Mm -hmm. that. But then again, I think it's important on the flip of that to have some of the stuff known what you're doing so you can be a little prepared. Uh, Just this morning, I came to work for about 30 or 40 minutes, and then I drove all the way back across past Graywood where I live south of town to a client's house. And I thought to myself, man, had I planned this out a little better, I would have started past <laughs> where I live, right? Because I wouldn't have had to make this trip twice. And then come to the client, I would have wished that around. But then that goes into my kind of like, oh, well, we have an open time slot. We'll put the person there. Uh, but then again, I do think it's nice when you don't have a plan or no, because you can pivot pretty well. Yes. Um, I think we did that this morning, correct? Because we didn't know exactly when we were going to shoot the cast. That's right. We were pretty open-minded. Yeah, that's right. We, we aren't, you know, normally have a certain time we shoot it, but our schedules at times do kind of get a little mixed up and throws us a curveball, like mm-hmm. you said. And so we have to kind of 
think on your feet, change things up. Um, it's so true. I feel like if everything was always planned, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. yes, you have the certainty of the comfort of knowing that what you're always used to seeing is going to be there. But I think a lot of times in life, if it's too certain, it just gets kind of boring. Right. You know, exactly. kind of old. And maybe you start losing interest in life, not literally, but you know, you're like, you need something to pick things up. And I think that's why vacations come in. They kind yeah. of break up the monotony of life. You know, you're used to coming to the office, having that experience. But the fact that you had to get in your car, drive downtown, you changed your environment. You probably listened to something on the radio. You met a new person. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. You True. know, so in Good a sense, maybe it was that. a little gift that you yeah. got out and kind of Half mixed glass life full up. right there from CC. There we go. We're going <laughs> to fill some more water from that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And speaking of curveballs, I think that's another little John, good prelude into a John happening here. Um, John did not want to have um, any children other than uh, Fly Tookie Biscuit that Wallace brought into the marriage here. Um, just a little shout out to Andrew. And lo and behold, now John is on his third, uh, fourth overall child, but third of uh, that he's brought into the world here. And this is a complete curveball from John. I really didn't believe John. John likes to joke a lot, laugh a lot. And I, I don't know about you, but I never believe John when he keeps saying, yeah, my wife, it's her fault. She's just, I'm too good looking, basically. We're going to keep that on <laughs> the keep PG her off side. Of me at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, he's blaming Wallace. And, and lo and behold, I, I talked to Wallace and she says, yeah, um, he didn't want to have any kids. And now, number four. So life can throw you some curveballs. What do you think about that that mantra, Cece? For sure. And I'm going to do a quick backtrack on none versus unknown. Just another yeah. uh you know, joy of John. Whenever we open the podcast and he does his little cat call, we really don't know what it's going to sound like. Yeah. He's done werewolves. He's done uh, some weird little cackalackin' <laughs> or his crackalackins. They're always different. So, hey, I get, I get some uncertainty. and some There's a lot of uncertainty. Unknown, for all of us. Unknown on some of those. But, uh, yeah, life throws us curveballs. You know, I think, uh, golly, how many times has life been rolling along and all of mm-hmm. a sudden, you know, things change. You know, there's this thing, never say never. You know, like in John's relating to John, I remember back when he was uh, courting his wife and I went to a party. We must have had a mutual friend and didn't really know him. I knew his wife real well because she was a childhood friend of my sister. And uh, I knew him a little bit and music was pumping and there were some people dancing. You know, the girls are dancing, guys are dancing. And John was kind of standing on the periphery. And this guy was like, he turns it up, break dancing or something. Just, But it wasn't like just in his spot. He took the whole living room to do his whole like little presentation. It's like, wow, this guy's like living it up. You know, (laughs) if I dance like that, maybe I would too. A lot of life. Um, But, you know, and, you know, he he was a, he was a bachelor. He was traveling. He was, um, he's got all kind of adventures and escapades, most of which he wouldn't even tell us about. So I know he's. He lived, he was living like a wild and here he is with his third child or fourth, you know, and he's, (laughs) he's settling down. So, I mean, you look, I think there's seasons of life and, um, you know, just goes to show that if you're in a good season of life, you know, uh, I think it prepares you for the times when they change. But also if you're in a season of life that you don't feel as good, let's say you're in the winter of life, Mm -hmm. you know, and you feel like there's no hope, everything's falling apart, you know, all seasons change and they all end. And if Mm -hmm. you just have hope and faith in that, you know, there will be a day where you'll look back and go, wow, I, I should have never said never because, you know, here I am in a whole new world, you know, whether it's your career, your relationship, you know, in John's case, you know, married with children. Yeah. And I think um, I was reading this this book. Uh, I wish I had the top the title here, but I bought it recently at the Barnes and Noble and it is on Psalm 23 and a breakdown oh. of Psalm 23. Pretty neat. And I'm, I don't know, about a third of the way in. And in the book, at the end of one of the chapters, the, the author is talking about 
hey, you might be in one of your best parts of life right now. Like it might just be awesome for you. Uh, but the day's going to come where you're going to have to ride the wave down here a little bit. It's just kind of life. And the day's going to come where you're going to ride it up, vice versa. If you're down, kind of like you're saying, so you see seasons of life, you're going to roll back up. And I think with, uh, with John, he really didn't know what his life had in store. But I give John a lot of credit. He's been really open to what life has bought him. I, I think he really anticipated being traveling all over the world right now um, with, with just flat turkey biscuit at, at hand. <laughs> and instead, we're lucky if we get John out once a year. So John is living one of those seasons in his life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I think he's, he's done a really good job living within. He does go to breakfast all the time with a, an elderly lady, him and Tiny Bebop out there. So I think he's getting to, to try to have his experiences and memories in a different way than he probably expected. And I think we all get that choice of free will. When our life throws us a curveball, so to speak, John could have been a little downtrodden about this. Man, I, but I've really never heard him complain that much about not being able to travel and do the things that he thought he was going to do because God just opened other doors for him and he walked through them. That's true. It's like, you know, he was living the life that he thought he was going to roll with. And, you know, God showed him a different path and he said yes to that. And so I think a lot of times it's just taking the leap of faith, you know, not saying no, not closing doors. So even if um, life's going great, you know, be open to those things. And when life's not going the way you want, let's say there's something you want to change, uh, you know, not being afraid to take that leap of faith, uh, knowing that, hey, maybe I'm going to create a little uncertainty, a little unknown. There's this new venture I want to do. There's a new talent I want to learn. And so I'm going to just go for it. And knowing that, like Matt says, snap of a finger, mm-hmm. you know, you only get this one life. So be open to the changes God gives you, but also be open to creating some of these changes yourself, having the courage to do that. Yeah, some of it's within our free will, which I think is a pretty cool thing. Also in regards to Johnny, another little subtopic for us, what about routines in life, CC? Uh, I think one of the routines that comes up with John is he, when he calls me, literally every time, it's like clockwork, he says, hot dog. I mean, it's a, just a routine for us. And I think in life, John also is pretty routine-oriented in so far as his prayer life. He's talked about that many times uh, with his family and kids. So John, John sets a good precedent, a good example for that. What do you think about in life having routines versus not? Recently, I've discovered that I thought I was a pretty non-routine oriented person, but I think I've become more of one than I realized, meaning I love my silent time in the morning, like to pray. And if I don't get it, feel a little maybe off kilter if I don't have it. Then again, kind of the unknown versus known, I'll go and not know what the heck's going on other than those. I want to make sure I get to church routine for me. It's routine, especially on a Saturday. I like to go to church. And if I don't, it feels a little out of routine. What about you? You got some routines in life and feel a little off if we don't have the wheatgrass. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So hot dog here is drinking some wheatgrass. Sure did. I started drinking wheatgrass. You know, and that's a little something I started a while back just to kind of work on alkalizing my blood and getting some nice fiber. And it's just a good overall wellness drink that I don't always, you know, my diet doesn't always include the things that are in wheatgrass. So I know that I'm giving my body some good nutrition right Mm -hmm. off the gate, but yeah, I'm with you. I think, uh, and then, you know, think about Steve, you know, I know he's got his routines. He seems very dedicated to his family. And I know there's, he talked about, you know, coming home at the end of the day and his kids running and giving oh, him yeah. hugs and just mm-hmm. loving them. And it's so true. It's like that routine of just being there for them. And, uh, in, you know, in my own life, I have a workout routine Yeah, uh, working out. that that's my piece. That's kind of where I get my, get grounded. Um, my wife and I have a date night at least once a week. That's a routine I'm trying to be there for my kids. So I think those things are important. It's also, if you think about routines in general, I think a lot of times people want to change something in their life. And I came across this quote this morning and actually it was just 
it was awesome. It said, discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. Mm. So it's like, that's really kind of mind blowing. It's simple, but it's true. You have a choice. What do you want most or what do you want now? So let's say you want to change a thing about your life the most, like your body, your health, your finances, your a certain skill set. But what's most, what you want now might be, Hey, I want to watch Netflix or play on my phone and dabble with Facebook or, you know, go, go, go piddle because it's easy and it's mindless. But the hard thing might be to do what you want. So if you focus on what you want most, it could be a deeper relationship with your kids or your spouse or your God, most importantly, then it's sort of, you know, if you do what it takes to get there, mm-hmm. I think that's where you're going to get fulfillment. So when I think of routines, I think of discipline, not just for your own personal growth, right. but also being there for society and your family and those sorts of things. Man, Cece, that's a that's an awesome quote. I actually wrote it down because awesome. I do think a lot of us do have a tendency to get into the what do we want now or just, hey, the sun's going to come up tomorrow, so I'm going to deal with whatever it is that I want tomorrow. Uh, so I think that there's something to be said for if you were to focus and have some discipline on what you do want most, I think it does go a lot further. And again, we can liken this to John. I personally think in John's world, he does want to have a positive influence on his kids, his wife. And I think he puts that at the forefront in mm-hmm. his life in a lot of ways, uh, along with uh, spending time in church with God, etc. And he exudes a lot of that. It was honestly, we started the podcast. We're a little off routine here. John normally is our chaplain, you know, Deacon John. He's, he's looking at, at that in his future here. Um, <laughs> normally right. would lead us if we didn't have John today leading us in prayer. And it was, <laughs> it was a little different in the routine. And so I think it's something to, that John does exemplify in his own life, wanting that is most to him, what is most to him. And mm-hmm. I think he does little things every day toward that goal in his life. Yeah, I certainly have observed it. And uh, I know how much he cares about his patients and he loves to, to treat patients and go to clinic. And so that routine of being available for them and his, uh, and his treatments, I think serves his, his patients, but also fulfills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get to the next one, Cece, what do you think John's doing right now as he listens? Oh, while he's listening to what we're saying, I, right I think now. he's laughing or smiling. I hope he's laughing. I hope he's still alive. He might've passed out. This is probably <laughs> one of the best days of his life. <laughs> I wonder if he's wondering what else we're going to say. Yeah, I'm sure he's a little intrigued what's left in the bag. Part of me wants to bring up something he can't sit here and say we can't say, but I don't know that I have good <laughs> stuff. Not that I would embarrass him. <laughs> a little nugget for our listeners that he wouldn't mind knowing. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes. But <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> I just think he's uh, he's smiling so big right now, I think he's tickled pink happy. crack a uh, Oh, man. Uh, uh, John, um, I think our next thing for John is going to be friendship. Mm-hmm. And Cece, whenever you and I were texting last night, you you had some great points about this. A, John, want to say, is, is a great friend to uh, to myself. I think Cece would say the same thing. He's He calls, literally, I talk, I think, on the phone to John every single day. Uh, if something goes awry and I don't hear from John, I would honestly think something's wrong with him. Um extremely thoughtful human being with with the people that are in his life i just think he's a great friend here for you he'll tell you like it is if you don't want to hear it he's definitely giving me some tough love in my own life but what do you think overall about friendship cc i think friendship's awesome you know steve john steve he's been a great (laughs) friend um you know you can always count on a hug when you see him Mm -hmm. that's true a Mm -hmm. good embrace and you know that it's genuine Mm -hmm. and so that's something i always look forward to um, but then it makes you reflect on all your friends, you know, yeah. hot dogs, one of my best buds here. And so we, we spend time together reflecting, talking, sharing about life. 
And it's, it's really when you break it down, you look at your friends and your family, and you can look at all the little personalities and nuances that make them special and unique. And you may have a friend that makes you laugh more than others, makes mm-hmm. you crack up. I think it's Johnny's humor is huge in his world. So, you know, he's, he's kind of the comic relief for the podcast. And that's something we need and rely on. Without him, it would, we'd be missing that piece. And so I think about, you know, a lot of my family and, and you know, other friends I have that, you know, some of them are, they're just crazy characters, but they all have a history with me. And you can always... You know, all of our friendships, we can reference trips we've taken. We can yeah. reference um, experiences we had and, and just reflect on the, the, the hilarious antics that occurred during one of these trips. And just we, we share that. It's a memory we'll both have forever. You can't put a price on it. But, you know, appreciating the gift of those friends and, and you know, what makes them special and what can I count on, you know, from this one and that one. And really that's what makes what's what makes life worth living is the relationships with our family and our friends and the friendship we have with our families and you know our relationship with God you know who should be mm-hmm. our number one best friend absolutely and so what are your thoughts on that yeah man i think that's so true uh being able to have a friend in your life uh i mean i'm not married but obviously your wife is probably somebody april would say is one of your best friends your best friend in life and i do think a relationship with god is super important and just as much being able to rely on your friends, I think it's cool. And having, letting your friends rely on you. I, I'm a big person to share. I love to help people. I like to share my own life with people. And I think a lot of people who know me don't mind getting, I don't mind getting some help if I need some help. I mean, mm-hmm. just for example, CC and I, before the cast, we start out a little late here because I wanted to run some things by, by Greg and he gave me some, some really good advice that I take to heart. And I think it's important. Uh, I think maybe Craig, you had mentioned this at some point, like, is it like the sum of the pe- three or five people you spend the most time yeah. with is kind of like, indicative of, yeah, of you, things in your life? you're kind of the sum of the three or four people you spend yeah. the most time with. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you find yourself always kind of pessimistic, downtrodden, uh, you know, glass classes, 25% full yeah. and you look back and you might say, Hey, you know, I kind of hang out with Mary, Susie and Joe and man, they're always kind of in that same state of mind. Maybe you've actually adopted those behavior patterns. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. If you were to spend more quality time with, um, people that are more uplifting, you may find yourself living a life more uplifting. And it also goes to like, if you want to become something or be a certain way, seek out people who, who are doing that. Um, to, even if you're not spending a lot of time with them, you can kind of spend time with someone through their autobiography or through their yeah. online programs or YouTube or whatever it takes to just sort of be around the energy and the person. And it's true. You, uh, it rubs off on you. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. if somebody's humorous, you find yourself being more funny. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. So I think that's an important thought. Yeah. And I would, I would second that. Uh, I think even with John specifically, the fun, the humor part, he says I'm now more comedic, uh, in my own life. And I probably have learned a lot about letting loose, being a more freer person because of John and the way he is, the way he greets people, the way he's around people. Um, so I think that there's a lot to be, to be said for that. And why don't we toggle our way into humor a little bit? Cause mm-hmm. John brings a lot of, humor to the table. I think that's one of the gifts that God has given him. I, I like to think of John. I've been many a meal with John and there's a company down here in Lake Charles. It's all over the place, but founded here called waiter. And John just randomly will yell waiter like at the top of his lungs. Anytime he sees a waiter person coming there, he's just not <laughs> afraid to, to put himself out there. And he brings a lot of laughter, human uh, humor, even in circumstances where it may not be one that you would think would be funny. I think John, it's a great talent and it does a lot for the soul to be able to laugh a little bit. It does. Like you find yourself taking yourself too seriously and you know, we'll be in the zone on something and it, it gets kind of uh, maybe more at an emotional level. And John just has a way of just turning it around and, mm-hmm. and throwing in something funny and making you crack up. 
So I think that's important. It's true, you know, because we need humor in this world, in our lives, uh, something to make you laugh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think John has has recognized that. And again, he he likes to claim that he's part of the talent to the podcast with CC, who's the real talent here. <laughs> oh, sure. um, but John does does have a knack for doing that. Uh, along the way, what do you think about um, just being able to use our talents that God gives us in life for more of an overarching viewpoint? I think John can capitalize on that. And I think, Craig, you and I are really similar people in a lot of ways. We both like to help people, and I think we both kind of, uh, when the opportunity presented itself, we, we do that for the most part in whatever way we see fit. That could be with your, you and your family, friends, coworkers, people, your patients. What do you think about just being able to use our talents that God has given us um, to the best of our abilities. Absolutely. I think, um, it, uh, maybe, maybe I mentioned this on a previous podcast, that book, Living Your Strengths. Mm-hmm. It's a book that you can read and you do a little test and it helps you identify your top five talents and strengths. And then there's a paragraph on each one. So you find your paragraph and you read about it. And it's literally like you're reading about yourself. I mean, it's that crazy. But what it helps you do is, look, we're all good at something. We're all, God made us geniuses at something. And it could be a certain way you communicate. It could be a way you analyze data. It could be, you know, the way you, you, you know, contemplate things. It's so crazy because a lot of times you don't realize what your gifts are. The goal is to embrace those. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be something you're not, you know? Yeah, great point. A lot of us struggle because we want to be this thing, but God didn't make you to be that thing. They made you to be this way. And so own that talent, embrace it. And then we were one body, right? We had a podcast the other day on that. And that was a, you know, I, you know, if I need somebody to go woo the crowd and, and talk to a bunch of people, and, you know, I'm more of a, a relator. I'm going to find a couple people. I'm going to relate to them really deeply, Word. but I'm not going to go shake 50 hands in a big room because that's out of my comfort zone. I'm going to find my people, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak. So if you're in a job or business where I need somebody to do that, then I'm going to find that person to be on my team. Go find John. They're going to be the handshaker, the <laughs> back patter, and, and going to round them up. Right. And then I'll take it from there and have the more intimate relationship. So it's huge. This podcast is a good example. I think everybody listening could have their little nuances that they either love or hate about each one of us. I don't know. Hopefully love, but, um, you know, I think that, uh, everything's much more rich when you, everybody brings their talents together and, and shares. And Steve definitely brings the humor and the, and just this, this love of life and, and this happiness. Um, and I really appreciate that in him. Okay. CC, we've made it toward the end of the pod. What do you say? We try to get John on the phone. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. See, the, I mean, we're here just a mere minutes past having a child here. Let's just call them and, and put the speaker on so that our listeners can hear. Okay. okay. All right, guys, let's see what we got here. <laughs> you see, listeners, on that's point. what I'm talking about. Howie answers the phone every single time we call. Congratulations, buddy. Congratulations, Steve. We're so happy for you, brother. We've been talking uh, about you and the baby, and uh, so we know our listeners are excited to hear about that whole process once you're back. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we may have to let we, you wait and listen. We can't wait to see what you think of this episode. And that's why we wanted to ring you here just for a minute. We got you up against the microphone, so hopefully this comes through pretty clear for Bro Lady. When she cruises around, do we have a name yet for the baby? Well, first off, I want to say, 
you know, if y'all did end up doing the joys of John, this is probably just the first of five or six interviews. This is going to take y'all a while to get through. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty in-depth. going to need some additional time. But uh, to your question, no, we do not have a name picked out just yet. Um, John Lucia is still in the mix. Um, John Bear? Francis is in the mix. John Bear? I have not heard John Bear other than from you. Uh, <laughs> we don't have one, Nick. We don't have one set up. Um, you know, my brother, Father Michael Caraway, who named my last child, called me and said, I think you should just, uh, you know, stick to your name. John Stephen. You got uh, the, um, you know, John the Baptist, John the Evangelist, really strong name, really biblical name. And then you have Stephen, who was the first... Um, Martyred apostle, I think that's what you should go with. It's just a super strong name. I agree. I'm, yeah, I'm glad John, dude, it looks like John is in the lead no matter what. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, we'll I'm so yeah, proud of this. Yeah, that picture, Steve, but he looked like a big old healthy boy. He looked very, very cute. And uh, I mean, the way you were holding him, you know, when you go fishing and you hold a picture close to the camera, it looks like a massive, I, mean, I don't know if it's like an <laughs> optical it's illusion or if it's like, that's a big old baby. <laughs> no, he's a big boy. You know, that's what uh, uh, everybody's been responding. They're like, oh my goodness, did y'all have a three month old? What's going on? <laughs> responding and telling everybody, no, we just waited and had him on his first birthday. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, John, we appreciate it, buddy. Uh, congratulations, and we'll look forward to you joining us hopefully back next week, man. Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, I know that I was in y'all's prayers, and I got both texts and I told you the situation going on uh, on the ground here. Uh, so I appreciate that uh, greatly. I uh, look forward to recording with y'all next week. Um, so thanks, God, guys. All right, buddy. Hi, right, buddy. We'll catch Love you later, man. man. Catch you later. <laughs> well i'm glad we got john on man me too that was awesome that was special a big day for him and look cc before we wrap it up this has been mm-hmm. some good memories uh rocking it out here with you i think we're gonna roll on into the what made you hit the gas what made you pump the brakes and uh you're gonna take it in for us this week man yeah man i'll roll it in this week uh man such a good high note with steve uh you know i want to keep that momentum going but also I had a situation happen here yesterday that kind of puts into reality of what we discussed today it was um <laughs> local um eye doctor uh basically somebody had jumped off of the 210 bridge which mm-hmm. is a tall bridge in our um city and uh basically he jumped off and ended his life and had kids and it's interesting because it makes you reflect on you never know what's going on in someone's mind mm-hmm. and i know that you know at least biochemically the you know a lot of people have a, use chemical imbalances that really you just can't understand but you know just know that like we talked about, there's seasons of life, whatever bad season you're in now. Um, you know, it's, uh, well, first I guess I'm hitting the brakes because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it makes mm-hmm. you pause, makes life pause. Um, seasons of life, no matter how bad it is, 
you know, your life will be different. May not be a month from now, may not be two months from now, could be a year, maybe not. Five years, it's going to be different. Right. You know, and so, you know, rely on your friends, rely on those relationships. If you feel like you're missing something in life, I guarantee you, you know someone or have a friend that has that that talent, that gift, that that thing you need. If anything, just an ear to listen, and um, and don't be afraid to reach out to those friendships, and don't be uh, afraid to you know find somebody or, or take the leap of faith. You know, it's never as bad as you might think it is. I mean, look, you can you can lose everything in the world, but you can still find joy and happiness uh, first and foremost with a relationship with God, mm-hmm. and then secondary, just you know, being open to His creation and gifts. He'll 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 answer those prayers. You'll find purpose. So I don't think it's ever that bad. Just definitely reach out if you're, if you're at that point in life. Because um, man, there's a lot of people who want to celebrate with you. They want to give you hugs. There's gonna be a lot more laughter, a lot more jokes told, a lot more um, seasons of life. There'll be a lot more Steves in your world, uh, John Steves that you'll be coming in uh, contact with. That might one day be your your next best friend. It could be your spouse. There's you know, it could be a mentor. Just. Just hang in there, man. Let's let's don't you know. Yeah, man. Tough tough thing that did happen, and I think that's a good point, man. If anybody needs help in life, I think it's important to to reach out, talk to somebody. We talked about friendship a little bit, you know. Reach out to those friends, family, people that can be there for you. Um, and, and CC, I think you're right, dude. It's one of those those tough points in life. But but like the guy said in the, the book, you know, we go through the highs, we go through the lows. Normally, you're you're going to be rocking through one of them at some point or another. And I think. It's all part of the journey in life, too. Uh, if you had a low point, try to get yourself through it because the, the good days will come. You will be somewhere else. Uh, just as much as you're a high point, try not to maybe get too high, but enjoy the moment for yeah. what it is. Um, and and you, ca- sure. you called it, um, and Matt's really good at this, be a friend, right? Mm-hmm. Make the phone call. Reach out to people, family, friends that you hadn't talked to in a while. I mean, it, I'm telling you, you don't know what it could do to hear from somebody um, that you don't even expect. And so... Give them a call, check on them. If somebody looks like the life's kind of giving them a curveball, hey, call them up. Hey, man, just think about you. You know, hope you're doing well. If I can do something for you, let me know. You know, let's get coffee. So maybe just be a good friend, reach out to, to those, and um, you never know what they're going through. Yeah, and you know, the human spirit, it's a big deal. You surround yourself with just the human spirit. Again, good, positive people in your life. I think that can go a long way. It's something that I can personally relate to for sure. Having great buddies like John and Craig here in my life that, that are here for me in the highs, here for me in the lows, here to get advice from. And I think just being able to connect with people is a big deal. Absolutely. All right, CC. It was a good cast. I think John, I, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to think it's the best one yet. I think so. I <laughs> think he's going to love this one more than any of them. 88. He'll never, he'll never forget it. Never forget it. And little John, it sounds like maybe the baby's name's going to be John. So we'll have a little John. <laughs> Man, he's going to get to relive some of these experiences of his own one day. Uh, but look, guys, we appreciate everybody listening in. If you do get a chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, we would appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. All right, guys, I apologize ahead of time. Uh, boy, CC. <laughs>
Won't you sing with me?